Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It doesn't matter what I believe. This guy is a goddamn shakedown artist and I'm pulling the plug. I don't care what he is. I'm not a goddamn shakedown artist. Mike. Harvey. You told me that those people weren't my parents, but they are somebody's parents. Suits Season 4, Episode 14 is over. And if you're ready to hear us talk about Derail, then Suits Yourself. I'm Rob Sestrino, back here with the guy who takes two sips after every Ravens first down. It's Chappelle. <laughs> Chappelle, how are you? Not Miller Lite, I'm assuming. Not Miller Lite. Oh, my God. I, that was probably the most egregious thing I've ever learned about Jessica. Okay. Yeah. All right. she's, Honestly, she's Miller Lite is one of my Miller go-tos. I, I had to be really? honest. Yeah. I'm, I'm um, look, uh, look. I, some people probably think like, "Oh, uh, Rob Sesternino, he's such what a fancy man." No, really not. Yeah, the most interesting man in the world. You know, yes, like yes. That. I like. Yeah. Am I, am I <laughs> drinking? Uh, what was what was the Dos commercial Equis. Dos Equis. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what I would have pegged you for if I had to guess. Uh, but no, I, at the, the at worst, I'll do like a Bud Light Platinum. But like I'm not. Platinum. I'm not a I see. I don't even yeah, know what a, platinum. the Platinum is. Oh, go do your Googles. It's in a mm-hmm. nice little blue bottle. Um, it's, yeah. uh, I love I, love I, do, I like the aluminum bottle. You get that Miller Lite? Yeah. Uh, I'm not just, I'm not a Miller Lite guy. That's just not my thing. I like, I like Guinness. I know you've seen okay. my bar trick. No, yeah. I haven't. I, I, haven't, I don't think I've seen you drink a Guinness. Yeah, when we were in North Carolina, I had several of those uh, because Guinness tastes like water to me. They taste identical. And I don't know why, but mm-hmm. they do. And so I can drink Guinness just as fast as I can drink a bottle of water, which is really, really bad for someone like me yeah. because I like to drink. And so uh, okay. I can be four Guinnesses in before we finish this podcast yes. easily. Okay. Yeah. Well, yes, uh, confirmed. So Jessica is a Giants fan. So she is boo. in hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boo, boo, this woman. She's you know? not <laughs> drinking a lot of sips these days. And honestly, 
the Giants, being the Giants fan, based on this episode, might be the least of her problems because Jessica is about to take a big old L. Yeah. So this was an episode that I thought was kind of like a, a ho-hum affair uh, for most of it, but it ends on two pretty big cliffhangers. Uh, one, I guess more of a personal one in the soap opera of it all, where that after a night out of drinking with Lewis, Jeff Malone found out that uh, Jessica lied about the reason why Lewis's name went up on the door. And Jeff Malone says, that's it. We're, it's over. It's done. We're done. I don't know if he necessarily said, I quit. No, no, he still works there. He just, the relationship is over. They're, yeah. they're no longer a couple. And I think they they just became a couple in this episode as well. Mm-hmm. They just, they have never been official. Yeah. But and did Jessica forget to say, well, then you're fired also? Right, right. Because that should be part of the clause. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, so you also are gone. Now, I don't know how, how, it must not be very easy to fire a senior partner. Like, I'm pretty sure you have to jump through a lot of hoops to make that happen. But I still try. Um, but Jessica, her big issue here is that she got caught up. She's lost in the sauce. She loves this man. And as much as I've rooted against them and I don't want to see them together, I'd much rather see Jessica happy, but happy and alone. So I was yeah. okay with this, honestly. <laughs> uh, you know, Jeff Malone made his big move. He wants to take her to Paris. He's doing all this other stuff. He drops the L word. And she's all in. But effing Lewis lit. I'm, ser- I'm sorry. Yeah. At some point. At some point, and he didn't do it on purpose. He was drunk. He didn't give away any anything like uh like he just let like a little detail slip that isn't that incriminating. He said that this Daniel Harbin thing came up two years ago, um, which is the truth. But you know, you just cannot tell that man anything. He just is loose. Yeah, this is a little bit more of a case of Lewis like <laughs> scoring a touchdown for the other team more so than this was him doing anything nefarious. But yeah, this is bad. Now, what's the play here for Jeff Malone, where it's that he is going to say, hey, I know your secret, so we're not dating anymore and you can't fire me because I'll go to the police and tell them what you've been up to. Well, he still doesn't know the secret. He knows that Jessica lied about the Daniel Hartman thing. But Jessica's like... She went over there to tell him the secret. You know, she went to Harvey mm-hmm. for some advice. Harvey, you know, yeah. you and Scotty, you had a good thing but going. Chappelle, every time that happens on Suits, where every time somebody's like, you know what, I got to go come clean to this person, like on the way to go coming clean about the thing, that's when they find out. And then they never believe that I was about to come. I was just about to tell you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's too late. But you didn't tell me. That's the problem. But you waited until such and such told me. That's the issue. You know, and even when they're when they are supposed to tell these people, sometimes they're like, I'll give them the night off. I think I'll just tell them in the morning. And then they find out anyway. It always happens. It's definitely a suits trope. Another good suits trope is, well, you better figure out how to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. It's like, oh, well, I need to talk to such and such. Well, you better figure out how to make them do what you need them to do. Goddamn. And so, yeah, this was it. She goes over to tell Jeff Malone. She talked to Harvey. He said, I wish I had told Scotty earlier. If I had told Scotty earlier, we'd probably still be together. It kind of gives that vibe. And so Jessica's like, all right, cool. I Everybody else is telling Mike's secret. It's my turn. Let me go do this. But Jeff Malone doesn't want to hear it. He is fed up with her lies. And he's uh, breaking off what seems like would have been the beginning of a beautiful relationship that would have annoyed me immensely. Mm-hmm. Now, is this especially frustrating for you as a person yes. who has clocked that all Jeff Malone does is, is lie. lie? Oh, what? I am 
fed up with this man, especially because like, how are you going to get on your high horse about somebody lying? What was the last thing you told Jessica that was true? You know, like, uh, okay, I'm le- I- I'm leaving the SEC. That's a lie. You're getting fired. Uh, like I I I want to be with you, but also I'm I'm okay with just working here. That's a lie. He's gonna keep flirting with her. Uh, you know, uh, I I I'm not going to mess up this thing with Lewis. That's a lie. He's got people doing prank prank calls on Lewis and stuff like that. And all, it's all it's just every day. It's another lie. Jeff Malone's like, I can handle this. I completely don't don't question my work. I'm really good. That's a lie. He actually making mistakes left and right. The man sucks. Jessica, this is God stepping in and removing you from a uh, a bad situation. Sometimes God will step yeah. in and give trauma to you to let you know that that's not for you anymore. I don't want to get on here. I mean, not Jessica. for anything. If Jeff Malone didn't screw up, then Lewis wouldn't have gone to Charles Forsman and then signed the dirty deal with Charles Forsman. So, I mean, Jeff, like his... DNA he's a part of the problem. Yeah. He's a liar. Part he's of a liar. And all, look, and he fell in love with Jessica. And, he, and the worst part about it is that he made her fall in love with him too. Like they are in love with each other. And so now Jessica's feelings is hurt behind a dude who shouldn't even work there. Or at the very least, she shouldn't even be messing around with anymore. She had boundaries and he just violated them and she let him. Um, Jessica, you're outside crying on this man's doorstep now. Stand up. Stand up. Okay. That's where uh, we ended the episode. But right before that, we had another cliffhanger where we had Donna in this episode. So uh, we'll get into Mike and the whole train derailment case. And I guess that this is going to be probably how we spend the back half over the last part of season four. And so Mike uh, got approached by Professor Gerard, who came back and is like, I know about your little secret. And uh, basically, he's not even there to blackmail Mike. He's just there to (laughs) say, hey, I got a hot tip about this train derailment kid. And so Mike is going to investigate and he's going uh, working on this whistleblower case, which I mean, this is a real a, a literal whistleblower here working on the train. (laughs) And the whistleblower says that there was reasons the sensors were faulty. And it turns out that then this guy has a questionable story. What was going on? Was the, the, the train company then give a payout to the guy to then retract his story? Well, so I guess this is what Joe Henderson. Yeah. What was Joe Henderson's deal? So he knows that there is some fishiness with the train thing. And he what he did was uh, he has been, I guess we find this later on, but he is a professional whistleblower. At the last four jobs he was at, he has been like, nope, you see something's going on here. And so as a whistleblower, he's been able to probably do a lot of settling behind the scenes and make some money off of these people. You know, you come to mm-hmm. them and say, I'm about to do this unless you settle. And then, you know, they throw a bunch of money at you. And then you probably and then they seal your uh, your file. Nobody can see it. And then you move to the next one. And so that's what all these companies are afraid of. They're afraid of professional whistleblowers because it does seem like, you know, it's a pretty good gig if you can pull it off. Uh, and But this guy is saying, no, this fourth time now that I'm doing this whistleblowing. No, this one is for real. And you got to listen to me because people are in danger. Got these it. heat sensors are, are destroying lives. And you got to hear me out. Mike yeah. Ross is like. Yep, I hear you and I believe you. 
But of course, nobody yeah. does. And there's a whole back and forth with Mike and Harvey where Harvey is like, Mike, we're not doing this. He's like, we have to. This is my case. Like, stay out of my case. Like, this is the kind of stuff that makes Mike truly insufferable to me when he, like, Harvey is like, hey, you work for me at this firm. Like, listen to me. Like, do what I say. And Mike's like, you can't tell me what to do. He's like, yes, I can. I'm literally your boss and I brought you here and you would have nothing if it wasn't for me. Stop this. Yeah. Rob, stop yelling at me. You know, uh, no, I think Mike Ross is uh, the same. I think that he is uh, the same as everybody else at this firm. Mm -hmm. I think that everybody's boss comes to them and asks them to do something and they all push back. The reason why it's more annoying for Mike Ross is that he is not a lawyer. <laughs> you are not supposed to be here. Yeah, I hate when Jeff Malone pushes back against uh, Jessica. I hate when Harvey does it. I hate when Mike pushes back against Harvey. But it just hurts a little bit more when it's Mike because it's like, Mike, you had nothing. You were out here smoking weed and riding your bicycle. <laughs> with her, with her. There was nothing. There was yeah. nothing going on in your life. You, at best, you thought you were going to go back to school so you could get a girl. Um, now you're like on your high horse. Like, no, this is my case. Like, okay, spoil brat. Go do your thing. And it's also always tied to an emotional attachment that Mike has. This time it's to victims. You know, like you know, his his family took a settlement. Uh, you know, in 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 their thing, his parents when they when they uh when they were killed in that car accident. Uh, and so it's something that's so close to home that he can't see the forest for the trees. And he's like, I have to fight this, and you need to back me up. And yeah. of course, Harvey's like. I don't mind backing you up, but you're making us look awful to our clients because our clients are the big companies who get like who get whistleblowers coming at them left and right. And just and it's just a bad look. And so, of course, Harvey doesn't want to help him out. But eventually he kind of relinquishes. I mean, we do catch Donna about to do her Donna thing. Yeah. Rob, I really love this. OK, yeah, this was fun. But I also am wondering, like, does Donna have enough like actual work to do at her job? Because all she seems to do is just like go and like butt into people's business and be like, Harvey, hey, I just want to stop by to say I think you really need to like make up with Mike. Like don't be don't be fighting with Mike after she's coming off of like, weeks of like, hey, like uh Rachel, like uh, go yeah. go make up with Lewis. Come on, you know. And so yeah. she is now somehow she gets involved with this. And this was fun where Donna goes and impersonates a person from the National Transportation Safety Board. She gets to show off some of her acting chops. And what was seemingly like a cute moment for Donna here in this episode, I guess is going to have some big ramifications moving forward. Which is good, because you're right. Donna has not had enough to do on this show. All she is is everybody's conscience. She's constantly just trying to push everybody around socially and say, you go here, you go here, you make up with this person. You need to be friends with that person. I th I'm Donna, so I know best. She goes to do that to Harvey in this episode, and immediately when she walks in, he's like, yeah, I'm going to talk, I'm going to help Mike. And she's like, oh. He's like, yeah, because that's exactly what you were going to tell me to do because we can all write your script at this point because mm -hmm. it's the same thing every episode. I could have told you what Donald's about to do. Yeah. Mike says, Harvey, we need to do this. Harvey says, no, we're not. We're not doing it. Mike walks out. Donna walks in. Harvey's like, Donna, please, please, for the love of God, get you some business. Uh, and this time he says, you know what, Donna? I'm going to take the power from you. I'm just going to do what Mike wants me to do. And she's like, what? Well, now, now what do I do? Yeah. Now, now what, do, what do I have to live for? So, of course, by the end of the episode, she decides to fraud herself and and, and get involved in corporate espionage to <laughs> help with this and gets caught. Donna gets caught. 
Oh. She gets caught. Yeah. She ends Which up. Which is great. Yeah. Which she, is great, Rob. We need her to have a, a life. Yeah, but why does the only thing that Donna can do is like get in trouble and get fired from uh, <laughs> Pearson Spectre Lit? <laughs> like, why is that? I feel like that we're about to rerun everything from season two with like the missing files and uh, the, I forget the motor company, uh, that was, uh, that, you know, everything with Daniel Hardman and Travis Tanner and this whole thing. Like, I feel like we're about to run that back. Uh, so you think Donna's about to get fired? Maybe. I mean, like, <laughs> like Harvey won't do it, but Jessica's head's going to explode. She's yeah. like, she's going to be like, God damn it. I said no whistleblower cases. Like, what uh, the hell, Harvey? Donna is running around here impersonating government officials to get evidence that we're using in this whistleblower case that I told you that we shouldn't even be taking. And Harvey's going to say, Jessica, she did it for Mike Ross. And she's like, I'm so tired of hearing about goddamn Mike Ross. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> we've already seen this conversation. It happens every other month. Uh, but I I am happy that Donna's going to get something to mind her own business because this is what she gets. This was none of Donna's business at all. She should have just stuck like stuck to the rivers and the lakes that she was used to. But no, here she goes chasing waterfalls right off a cliff. And so I don't mind. Get her. Look, Donna, if you get fired, you got fired. Mind your business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Donna, go impersonate a lawyer. Go down to Liberty Rail and tell them to drop the charges against you. <laughs> Donna, go to law school since you want to be a lawyer so damn bad. You know, like, yeah. damn, at this point, uh, at least, look, call in the fraud. Like, uh, you know, like Mike Ross is pulling it off. Who's, uh, you know, call Lola. If you want to work here that bad mm -hmm. as a lawyer, then make it happen. But you got to get out of everybody's business. This is what you get. Yeah. So Harvey ends up going for drinks with Evan Smith, who is the lawyer who is representing uh, Liberty Rail. And uh, Harvey uh, hits it off with her. And maybe this is going to be a new love interest for Harvey. However, maybe not, as uh, we see where Evan Smith has a video she wants to show Harvey. And that video is of Donna impersonating a person from the National Transportation Safety Board after that they had had the evidence that they that they made all these repairs. And Mike had been uh, saying that the whistleblower said that all these uh, parts were messed up. The guy denied it. And then it turns out that they did replace all of them. And so it looks like that a big settlement was going to be coming and an apology. But now that Evan Smith says we're not doing anything. Yeah. And she's sending this to the district attorney who we've seen before is a hard ass who doesn't really love Harvey Specter. Uh, you know, and so I'm OK with that. Again, Donna, you messed up. Now it's time to pay yeah. the piper. Um. However, the, however, okay, so, okay, um, well, I just want to say, like, um, I, I don't know, like, is there, is this an open and shut case where, so, okay, the, so for Donna personally, this is bad, but yes. also that the, um, yes, and this evidence is inadmissible, but, like, is there enough here to open up a bigger investigation against Liberty Rail that they would not want to do? Like, does this just, like, open up the door where, okay, now we're not going to do the public apology, let's get back to the table, and end up doing, like, uh, the, you know, $40 million settlement that we were talking about in the first place? Oh, yeah, Liberty, Liberty Rail is probably going to come out and be like, oh, well, now that you don't have that, 
we're actually not going to settle at all. You know, like, uh, now you're screwed. Like, we were willing to come to a table and talk about a settlement, but not anymore. Now, that's off the table, and now, actually, we're going to come after y'all or something like that. You know, it always happens yeah. like that, where but they they had it all, and then they blew it. Isn't, like, ultimately, like, what Donna did, like, some Erin Brockovich-type stuff? Like, if it turns <laughs> out that she was, like, on the right side of justice, like, in the, like, court of public opinion, like, doesn't this... Like, uh, isn't there a path here out for Donna in terms of like she had the righteous cause like she wasn't impersonating uh, somebody from the National Transportation Safety Board to embezzle money from Liberty Rail. Like she was going there to prove that Liberty Rail did some shady stuff with the brakes on their trains that caused a huge derailment and a bunch of people to die. Yeah, I'm sure Donna will get away with this in some shape, form, or fashion, but I don't think the district attorney is going to let her off easy because I think that district attorney that we've seen is like, I don't care what it is. Can you prove to me that they were wrong or right? And if you can't, then I'm sorry. You cannot do this. And I think it's probably very illegal what she did as well. Mm -hmm. And so no one's going to like turn a blind eye to it, but I don't think I don't think this tanks their case completely. I think they have to come up with better evidence now, you know. Um, but I enjoyed all of this. I, I'm sorry. I, I really did. Uh, Donna's downfall in this episode made me happy because again, Again, I just I like for Donna to be perfect Donna, but I also like for her to, to have her own storyline. And this would be nice for her to get that. And I just don't love seeing her and everybody else's business all the time, like mm -hmm. all the time. That's her only personality trait is let me come in here and tell you why you're going to do something that you obviously don't want to do because Donna thinks it's best. Um, Now, Evan Smith and Harvey, Rob, you kind of glossed over it. Yeah. Um, You said potential love connection or, you know, or maybe not because of this um, unveiling. But... Could it be both? There was some chemistry here. Yeah, there was some chemistry there. And it's been a minute since Harvey has had a new love interest. I think he, all through, he's been 0 for season four, I think, right? I think he had a woman yeah. in his apartment, like, at the beginning of season four. But, I mean, uh, really since Scotty, I mean, Harvey has not had a serious love interest. No, no, he hasn't. And um, I'm thinking, like, let Harvey fall into bed with Evan Smith while Donna's going through her, oh my uh, her God. legal issues. Oh yeah. He that's wouldn't. Kind of I don't think he would. I think that drama. could be. No, I, I don't think he yes. would do that. Yes, he would. I, I think he should. He looks smitten with this woman. He said, man, I love her. I think I love her already. Like he, she, she kind of have Harvey's same vibe. They have the same taste in alcohol. They kind of got the same wit about themselves. I think, uh, we found a woman Harvey walking around here and I think, uh, together they might make a, a powerful duo and Donna's going to hate every second of it. And again, I like, I love Donna. She's one of my favorite characters. If not, maybe like top, top three on the show mm -hmm. for sure. And, um, I just rather her have a storyline. So this gives me at least something yeah, to look forward Trisha to. This is Trisha Helfer. She's in a lot of things. She's uh, IMDb says she's best known for Battlestar Galactica. Oh, I don't know this lady. Never mm -hmm. seen Battlestar Galactica. Uh, she was in Lucifer. So all these people were in Lucifer <laughs> at some point, right? Yeah. Jeff Malone was in Lucifer. Uh, who else was in Lucifer? Uh, I can't. I can't. Is yeah. Donna in Lucifer as well? Yeah, like, there's they, I, a bunch of Lucifer crossover as well. Okay, yeah. So I think she had like a pretty big part in uh, Battlestar Galactica. Mm -hmm. She's in Halo uh, Three. Oh, Van Helsing. Mm -hmm. Um, she seems cool. You know, uh, but I, again, I think that her and Harvey, they got a little they got a little vibe going between the two of them. I would love to see what happens if she sticks around a little bit. Um, she looks like a, like a more fun foil than uh, Travis Tanner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. OK. Chappelle, did you think that uh, Jeff and Jessica were ever going to get to Paris? 
Uh, no, no. Because it's interesting. It's- We're four yeah. seasons and 14 episodes into this show. Not one person has ever gone on vacation. No, no. It's just, it's not They a love thing. the law. And they love the law so much, or at least they love fraud, because all these people are not skipping a day of fraud. They're going to do that every day that they can. They wake up and just do fraud and go back to sleep. Uh, I was hoping, you know, like I said, I'm not a big Jeff Malone and Jessica fan of them together, but Jessica needs to be happy. You know, she, she's kind of been uh, out here doing all this work. She's been in hell for a couple seasons. Ever since Mike Ross walked through the door, she hasn't had a peaceful day at work. Uh, but now... You know, she's got this guy that she likes. She obviously likes him a lot because she keeps against her better judgment, giving this man second and third chances, letting him talk crazy to her and all kinds of stuff. Uh, so I was like, go relax, you know, go enjoy Paris. But it don't look like it's going to happen for her. I wonder if they bounce back from this. I don't think that Jessica and Jeff Malone feel like an in-game relationship to me. But do you think this is the end of the relationship for sure, Rob? Or are they going to like mend fences? Too much this? chemistry there. Too much. I don't know. Especially if he's going to work there. Yeah, but too much chemistry. That's a stretch. I, there is some chemistry. Yeah, they cool or whatever. They get mm-hmm. along. Mm-hmm. I see it. I kind of, if you squint, you can kind of see it. Yeah. But, you know, I think that Jessica, she needs a love life. She needs an outside life too. Uh, and so if it has to be Jeff Malone, fine. But I'd be okay with her moving on. They just haven't given her any viable other options yet. Okay. Chappelle, the other thing that was going on in this episode was that Lewis was very upset over the phones being answered as Pearson Specter, uh, but not. Pearson Spectre lit and so that he was getting very upset about this. I don't know why he couldn't just have told the receptionist to answer the phone as Pearson Spectre lit earlier on before he was really got all twisted up about this. He doesn't want to have to force people to respect him. He wants it to be understood. Like my name is on the door. You need to act like it. And it just seems like they didn't care. Now, Lewis's response to this being, let me keep calling the receptionist and then leering at her every time she doesn't say it is weird. He called her 50 times at least mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, completely harassed this woman just for saying the name of the business wrong. He goes to Rachel about it and Rachel's like, no, all businesses shorten their name, which is a lie. A lie. And so, <laughs> Very lie. Yeah, Big lie. So he goes back to her like, liar. And I'm thinking, Rachel, by now you should you should know. Just don't lie to Lewis about stuff that's easy, easily verifiable. Like mm-hmm. he does not take it well. Um, but she does kind of talk him down. They're friends again. All that. What's one stuff. more syllable here on? Uh, I mean, it's, <laughs> right there. it's not like it's Pearson Specter Sesternino. Right. It's it's very short, and so um, it's easy to do it. But they've been paid off by Jeff Malone, who was sick of Lewis's crap. He's like, I am upset with Lewis for blackmailing the love of my life. So I went and played a nasty joke on him. Eventually, Jeff Malone has to come clean because uh, Jessica tells him, like, stop, stop it, stop it. Call mm-hmm. off, call this off because you're driving Lewis crazy and that's going to make us all crazy. They are terrified of Lewis. And that's ridiculous. You know, like they bully him a little bit, but they know if they push Lewis too far, he's going to make life hell for all of them. So she's like, OK, smooth things over with Lewis. And that's what leads them to going on their, uh, you know, on their drinking outing, which leads to Lewis, you know, spilling yeah. the beans in a way about, uh, you know, Daniel Hardman. Mm hmm. If I was Jeff also, I would think it's a little creepy, all the questions that Lewis, like, tell me what Jessica's like at home. Like, no. No, no, that's my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. You know, like, why are you asking me this? But they don't have anything else in common. You know, they really try to, like, they try to act like they do, but they both just really admire Jessica, and that's all they have. And so, and and I'm sure they love the law, blah, 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 blah. Uh, But yeah, that's what they do when they go out and drink. He would have rather gone to a strip club. 
<laughs> but not with Lewis. Not with Lewis. Okay. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chabelle, who gets a Liddy for this episode? Hmm. Harvey didn't really Mike, do much. Mike uh, Ross gets the lady. Mike gets the lady. Yeah, Mike did not do anything wrong. I mean, that Donna, she uh, like uh, was the one that committed the crimes. Mm-hmm. Donna committed the crimes. Mike was correct in wanting to pursue this thing um, and trying to get, uh, well, because we are led to believe that this man is telling the truth and that uh, the, the company did know that these uh, heat sensors were faulty. So Mike Ross, as, as sanctimonious as he is, and he's just sitting up on his high horse yelling at everybody about how this is wrong and this is right and people need to admit it and all this other stuff. He's not wrong. I told you, we're in the mm-hmm. Mike Winter edit, uh, like, era of the show all these cases mike ross is involved in he comes out on top these days you know and so it's another win for mike ross i think we got to give him the liddy okay so as a professional podcaster uh i am Mm. bound by law to tell you when i make a mistake on the podcast and so that it would be an omission for me to not mention a mistake that i made in yesterday's podcast okay go on so Full disclosure, Chappelle and I have recorded two Suits recaps in one sitting here today. I don't know what he's talking about, y'all. Can I? I don't know how to relate. And I conflated the Game of Thrones references that happened in these past two episodes where Mm -hmm. it was only in the last episode that Donna told Rachel about how somebody had said that she was the uh, poor man's Khaleesi's interpreter. And then it was in this episode that... Mike Ross was talking with Rachel about how uh, that she said like, oh, that that tie looks uh, looks good. Um, And she said she wanted to tie him up and maybe tie him up and uh, then dominate him while he watches Game of Thrones. Dominate him while she watches Game of Thrones. She She wants the remote control. Yeah, she wants the remote control. And this was all the excitement was over that Lewis has uh, seemingly cooled off. And now the mistake I made in yesterday's episode, I I thought all this this Game of Thrones happened uh, in one episode. But no, Lewis had not yet forgiven Mike in uh, that episode. So it would not have made as much sense. But a lot of weird stuff. Yes, a lot of weird stuff. Um... Thinking about Lewis while you're about to do your thing, it's um, 
again, I guess he's an aphrodisiac. I said it yesterday or today, whatever you know, truth we want to go with here. Uh, but yeah, and they, I don't want to kink shame either. That's not what I'm here to do. But nobody, but nobody was like, hey, tie me up and then put on my show. Tie me up, put on Game <laughs> of Thrones, because Lewis got me hot. Uh, we're not kink shaming. We're asking for kink clarification. Like, why did this happen? What exactly was going you on in that you. episode of Game of Thrones? Go for no, it. Cause, no, because I think the episode of Game of Thrones is very specific. You know, you, you really have to know what they were, what, what what was going on here, where she's like, I need the remote control. Also, Lewis got me hot. So I'ma just get just take I, and I really like that tie you got on. So let's just go ahead and do a bunch of things at one time. Yeah. Tie you up. Let's talk about Lewis and let's get busy to Game of Thrones. You know, three birds out with one stone. Um, but Definitely a choice. Again, no kink yeah. shaming, just kink asking why. So my bad, my mistake. I have to admit to the court as a professional podcaster when I make a mistake. I'm Most glad. of the time we record one episode in one sitting, but this was a rare occasion today when we are doing back to back suits recaps. Back to back suits recaps. Listen, we're still doing every suits every day. Uh, making sure it's every day for you. Sometimes it's two a day for for you. Sometimes we have to double up because we got some things to do, Rob. We'll be doing some traveling soon. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, sometimes we just have to try to get out a little in front so we don't miss a day. Okay. Chappelle, anything else uh, for you from this episode? Oh, this is a piece of feedback from Patty who said uh, a little bit of trivia that derailed was directed by Patrick J. Adams. I believe uh, this is the suits directing debut here for Mike Ross. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. And yeah, and I think it was a good episode for Mike Ross. He definitely gets the Liddy in this episode. Well, this he... was different though than the episode that we had earlier where Gabriel Mock directed that he wasn't in that much. I mean, this was a pretty Mike heavy episode. I am. He's uh, self-serving. Mike Ross mm-hmm. making sure that he gets the Liddy. I'm, I, I don't hate the move. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you mentioned Aaron Brockovich. Uh, Joe Henderson, uh, our whistleblower in this episode, was actually in that movie. Wow. Uh, as yeah, and um, I know this guy. When I see him, I always I think it's Michael John Harney, but I know him because every time I see him, I think he's a bad guy too. Kind of like in the in the same vein as um as uh Sean Cahill, where I'm like something about you I can't trust. But it's because I think he was uh the detective in Orange Is the New Black, and that really just kind of like gives me like the ick, I guess, <laughs> if you will, about this man. Uh, like, I'll never let it go that he was there. And I'm pretty sure he was in, like, a weeds as well. And I didn't love him there either. So um, this guy always sucks. And so I am kind of in the Harvey boat of, like, I don't really believe what he's spinning here. Um, but, yeah, Aaron Brockovich reference coming full circle here. Okay. All right, Chappelle, anything else uh, that you want to talk about from this episode uh, that not a lot of uh, references other than Game of Thrones and the Giants? No, and we find out that Harvey can speak French a little bit. He right? can count, sure. He can count only in in uh, in innuendo, though. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Do you think that we get um, Professor uh, Gerard back again? Honestly, I'm tired of seeing him. Like, I, I really am. Like, if he's not going to come, I, just, and I don't know what he is. Mike, like, what right, he's he? just like, it's just like it just needed to be another like a uh, moment for Mike to find out that someone else knows the secret. I, I told you at the beginning mm-hmm. of this, we probably should have kept a tally of it. I think it's up to like t- 10 people that probably know Mike is a fraud uh, who just walk in the earth knowing that information. And now this, this one right here, maybe because Quick, of let's this, do the uh, list. Let's, let's do, do the list. All right. Let's do it. People, people that know Mike Ross is a fraud. Okay. okay. All, All right. right. We got, 
Lola. Lola. That, see, I thought that was going to be a tough one to, to get. Okay. No, I come out the gate with Lola every time because I think she was the first one to find out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, we should do the internal people first. Okay. Okay. okay so, all right. Harvey, Donna, Lewis, mm -hmm. Rachel, Jessica. The entire main cast all knows. So that that's six now. Okay. Who right. else? Scotty. Scotty knows. Scotty does know. Scotty does know. Scotty does know. Yes. Uh, Mr. Gerard here knows. Yeah. Speaking of going to France, Scotty does yeah. know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Then uh, Henry Gerard knows. Yes. Okay. Um, Trevor knows. And Jenny. Trevor and Jenny. Okay. No. All right. Um, I got is that. No, I, I here I got one for you. Okay. Who? Um does Clifford Danner know? Clifford Danner knows. He knows. Right? He knows. Okay. Dang, I forgot about Clifford Danner. Um dang, who else knows? Is that it? I, that might be all. Uh, How many is so that? That, so that, far? that is eleven. Um eleven. Let me see. Who oh, this is a fun thing to track, Patty. Add this to the spreadsheet. Uh, oh, uh, Granny knew. Gr did Granny know? Granny knew. We sure there's, she she she. There's knew. no way that he was a had a job at a law firm and she didn't know. But she is. Are we only She's counting deceased. the living that knew? Yeah, she is deceased, but she she knows. Okay. I just feel like it's it's it, it, we have to point out that even before she passed, she knew. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. But I think that's it. I think that's it right now. Harvey, Donna, Trevor, Granny, Jenny, Lola, Jessica, Scotty, Rachel, mm -hmm. Louis, Gerard, and then potentially, because we didn't see Clifford Denner find out, but Mike did give him the like, let me pull you to the side and tell you why Harvey's not a bad guy conversation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, exactly what they talked about. But we didn't see okay. it. We didn't see it. And if we missed any, let us know. Go to Please. either... Our feedback form, which is at yeah. suitspodcast.com slash feedback. Our Facebook group, suitspodcast.com slash Facebook. Or on the Twitter at SuitsPod. Yeah, on the Twitter. If okay. you tell us, we will try to read it here on the podcast and we will update our notes accordingly. All right. Chappelle, anything else for you today? Uh, Well, we're going to record two more episodes of Suits back to back, it seems. So get your Game of Thrones references together. Uh, But no, as far as I'm concerned, follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show. And you will see all the podcasting that I'm doing, including potentially hitting or quitting things with you and Jenny. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll see. We're waiting to see what the uh, audience reaction is uh, for our latest House of Villains podcast. And so we'll see how many maybe House of Suits villains could be the spinoff. Hey, I would love it. Let's do a Brad Steele. Suits villains versus regular villains versus reality villains. I'm I'm down. Yeah. What do you think about the, for the idea of the Suits new series that is in talks? Like, what if it's like um, uh, Hardman Tanner of just like, oh, it's no. a firm of like, where the all the evil Suits lawyers? All the bad guys are there together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Under one Eric rule. Woodall, we just, you just got hired. Yeah, uh, who was Harvey's old boss? Uh, uh, the BA. <laughs> oh, He's yeah. there too. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, give me that. Yeah, Cameron Dennis. You Cameron just... <laughs> Dennis, right. <laughs> yeah. Stephen even, Huntley, I, welcome aboard. 
And it's a spinoff because the like the the through line is that Lewis goes and works for their works mm-hmm. for them, but he's like the the least bad of all the baddies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'll take it. Yeah, uh, yeah well, let's do that. Let's do that. Fun idea. Fun. All right, Chappelle, great job here today. I'm at Rob Sesternino. If you want to keep up with me, we'll be back tomorrow to talk about. We're only two episodes left in season four. Almost done. Almost and, there. Uh, dang, two episodes. Wow, didn't even catch that. Yep, we're almost done. Season five coming soon. All right. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.